This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments Podcast. This is episode 115. We are coming to you on August 29th, 2022. It is the 25th anniversary of the day Skynet launched its attack against the human race in Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Many of our first uh, R-rated movies, but... uh, I, I, I always find it fun when I can find fake history yeah. facts for <laughs> you're not a Terminator, are you? No, no, I'm a human. L- legally you have to you have to tell me if you're yeah. a Terminator. <laughs> uh, it is also the twenty fifth anniversary of Netflix, so maybe the Skynet launch really did happen. <laughs> Do you know anybody who still gets the DVDs? <laughs> no. I do. Yeah, you you know somebody, or you do? I, I, I know. I know. I know somebody. <laughs> I just found it. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do a name drop. But I was over no, at their no. house recently, and I was like, "Uh, I see some red envelopes <laughs> that are <laughs> Netflix DVD size." Do we need to have a talk? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a very important day in Beatles history. So not only. Was this the day that George Harris, George Harrison joined uh, the Quarrymen, who would later become the Beatles? But this is also the day of their final concert uh, at Candlestick Park. I mean, obviously the rooftop concert, but one where they sold tickets. Hmm. Strange. And just a few weeks ago, we were talking about the day Ringo joined the band. Well, and it really all comes together. Former owner of the entire Beatles catalog... Had a birthday today, Mr. Michael Jackson. Nice. Happy so, birthday, Mike. <laughs> He's uh, uh, ro- rocking with the devil now. I'm going to put you on the spot again, and I think I might know the answer, because uh, this goes way back in the pop tournament's history, but what is your favorite Michael Jackson song? Oh, man. That's a tough one. Um you know, it's definitely not one of the big ones. Yeah. Um, I think, like, off the top of my head right now, and I, I'm I'm not looking at a list or anything. I'm not prepared at all. <laughs> the first one that's coming to my mind. Well, Human Nature is kind of like okay. my, that, that's been my favorite forever. I'm a little bit worn out on it now. The one that okay. right now I enjoy hearing the most is The Girl Is Mine with okay. MJ and Paul McCartney. Also <laughs> Again, from Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing it around full circle. No, actually, my favorite Michael Jackson song is um, Somebody's Watching Me. Okay. Uh, by Rockwell featuring Michael Jackson. 
Well, well, in the in the pop tournaments history, way back in the day, you did a tournament of Michael Jackson songs. Yeah, at Old Chicago, and determined that it was PYT. Oh yeah, that PYT is definitely up there for me too. I love that song. (laughs) I'm gonna go with Man in the Mirror, but uh, oh, that's a good one too. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll have to revisit that uh, one of these days. So. Uh, we're off to a smashing start. Sorry. Uh, we have Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? And I'm Jake. Uh, Jen is off preparing to save the world uh, for nine months out of the year once again uh, as she gets ready to go back to school. And we really, really appreciate what she does and puts up with all those screaming kids that I could not. Um, so we look forward to having her back soon, but uh, we wish her well. Ryan, how has the past week been? It's been great. I uh, went to the fair, tried a bunch of... Uh, the Minnesota State Fair, for you mm-hmm. folks who are not local. Um, and tried most of the big new foods. Okay. Um, the, the one, I would say, w- without going through and naming them all, the one that right. I think was my favorite was the cheese curd tacos. Interesting. Um, it's a fried flour tortilla shell okay. with um, bratwurst that's like cut in half. So like half of a bratwurst split the long way. Mm-hmm. Um, a, <laughs> a small handful of cheese curds. Um, a, a slaw of sorts. And then they call it um, Baja sauce. But it's like, you know, like an aioli. Um, and it was shockingly good. It sounds really weird, um, yeah. but it was really, really good. I bet it would be better if that bratwurst was split the short way. Yeah, one big just one, no, one, just one big girthy <laughs> chunk in the middle. Um, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, that that was really good. Um, but yeah, fun time. And any celebrity, any celebrity sightings? Um, I saw Paul Wellstone. He was there no. signing oh. autographs. Oh, um, <laughs> ouch! As a throwback, Steve's on. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw Paul Wellstone at the Minnesota State Fair, like I don't know, thirty thirty years ago or something. So, um, it's probably my my number one celebrity fair sighting. Uh, was was Mike Lindell in the sheep barn? No, I did. Uh, we um. Uh, I ran into a couple of my nephews yesterday, and they saw Matt Burke there. Oof. So, yeah. He's an awesome dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, besides the fair, I um, went to see a movie this last weekend. Um, mm. I am saw a new movie. Nice. And, you know, it was... The big new release this week, the movie that I think most people would expect me to go see, would be 3,000 Years of Longing, the new George Miller movie starring Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. But for some Two reason... Two hits this summer for him. Yeah, I know. He's on a roll. It, it's, um, it, he's he's Nicholas Caging this summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just... I don't know what it was that that movie is just not really appealing to me. I'm not really, I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'll wait till it comes out on streaming or something, but it's just, 
it doesn't look that great to me. So I, we instead, on my request, went to go see a new kind of, I wouldn't call it a horror movie, kind of a, a thriller. Um, mm-hmm. And I had seen the trailer for it once, like two months ago, and then kind of forgot about it. And then I heard it br- brought up on a podcast. Um, and the people on the podcast said they enjoyed it. It's called Fall. I am very excited to see this movie. But You're I familiar? I, can, I don't know if I can handle it in the theater. It's intense, but it's, um, you know, I'll tell you, I'd, I'd say there are moments where it's very, like, kind of take your breath away, like, you know, grabbing the person next to you, kind of, you know, yeah. height anxiety. But there's also, like, you know, it's, I don't know. It, you you kind of, once you get a ways into it, you kind of get over it, I would say. Is it uh, is it either the prequel or the sequel to Gravity? It's very similar to Gravity in a lot of ways. <laughs> so I I would say it's it's kind of a mix between. I, so the the first movie we compared it to, both of us when we walked out were like, that was the Descent. Like yeah. it's essentially okay. like a a dumb, um, a dumber version of the descent um like a low budget version you know mm-hmm. um but Synonyms. yeah um <laughs> but it was um it was not bad it definitely has the vibe of a straight to streaming kind of movie you know I, and i like tension horror yeah yeah i like that stuff uh, and not even horror but just ten- tension scary yeah. Um, when you when you said not quite a horror movie, I thought maybe you were going to be talking about the invitation. Do you have oh, any yeah. interest in seeing the invitation? I don't know. We'll we'll see what okay. the buzz is like when it drops. But I, is is it already out? Yeah, yeah. It just uh, just uh, came out this weekend, and I happened to hear uh, the director on a different podcast, and uh, she 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 made the movie sound very interesting. So. Maybe, maybe next week you'll AMC The Invitation. The other thing that we watched this week, um, I was lucky enough to get on another person's Netflix. So I was able to watch the, <laughs> the three-part three Woodstock documentary. <laughs> okay. And, and what did you think? Yeah, we talked a little bit uh, a few weeks ago. I really liked it. It was definitely, okay. you know, having a little more content is always good so um that was awesome and yeah i thought it was really good enjoyed it as well as the ringer version so yeah okay okay interesting interesting i maybe i'll have to reevaluate i just i i think that so what it what it come out to be about four and a half hours after three episodes they they could have gone another four and a half hours with just how much of a shit show that all yeah was. yeah so uh yeah awesome well i uh i didn't well i have two movies that i'll get to in a second but first um uh, we pounded through the six episodes of the uh apple plus apple tv plus show uh blackbird with uh paul walter hauser and tanner edgerton and that was so if you like uh i wouldn't necessarily call it a direct comparison but if you like shows like mind hunter uh from netflix yeah 
this this is right up there and uh paul walter hauser was uh creepy yeah as all hell um have you watched it i started it and okay. i don't know it's just a little a little slow for me at the time and i just kind of ended yep. up tuning out but uh, one of the last things that Ray Liotta did uh, before his unfortunate passing, and he was very interesting in the show also. So um, that's a, a soft recommend, uh, Blackbird on, on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, so attempted to start two movies and could not get more than 15 minutes into either of them. <laughs> two, two new streaming movies, uh, uh, you know, highly advertised over the weekend on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, Samaritan uh, with Rocky Balboa. It's a Balboa production. Sylvester Stallone plays a uh, semi-superhero, retired superhero. Eh, it I don't know. It was rated PG-13, but it was a little too kitty for me. You know? Yeah. Um, and then uh, the... Kevin Hart, Marky Mark vehicle, Me Time, came out on Netflix, and uh, same thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Just could not. I I just I don't think I like Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't think I don't think he's the most evil person in the world, but I just don't I just don't care for his comedy or yeah. his acting. Same. You know? <laughs> and it was disappointing because I. I do find myself liking Mark Wahlberg half the time. Yeah. You know, especially when he's talking to trees. Yeah. So. <laughs> His career highlight. <laughs> Can you believe I got to talk to that tree? <laughs> uh, let's uh, quick run through our other uh, second round matches that we didn't get to last week. Um, and uh, already decided uh uh we have uh uh indiana jones up against uh jamie escalante i was disappointed i'm a huge edward james almost fan um i'm more i'm i'm not just almost a fan i am a fan yeah uh, <laughs> he's but, almost uh, famous <laughs> that's my joke from two weeks ago. <laughs> um he actually well he really is he is he's kind of like that dosy case guy the most interesting man in the world yeah um he so before he got into acting uh well first of all what uh i can't remember what he was he was uh interning for so oh no no he was in the dodgers farm league at hmm. 13 Wow. 13 years old. He was already in the Dodgers Farm League. Quit that because he wanted to be, uh, start a rock and roll band at 15. And they released one album. So you can look up uh, Edward James Almas's album. Uh, album uh, the band was called Pacific Ocean. And the album is called Purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that was interesting. But then he also he turned down the role of Picard. In Star hmm. Trek: The Next Generation, interesting. Would have been, yeah, just there, there's so many stories there, and uh, also like the Dosi case guys, he has been accused uh, of sexual assault, but you know that's what goes with being the most interesting, or at least the Dosi case guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah. So Indiana Jones will be moving on, and then today 
We have Tammy Taylor up against Mr. Belding. This is a tough one. I know where your heart lies. Oh, yeah. You're, Definite, you're definitely Tammy. Tammy Taylor. And, like, you know, Mr. Belding is, I would say, you know, obviously part of a more popular show. Um, so I, it's going to be a tough matchup and I just really crossing my fingers for double T. Well, let's, uh, yeah, should be, should be interesting, but, uh, I think it's going to be closer. You know, we've had some blowouts recently. I think this one might get a little close. Um, over on the other side, we have, or no, uh, sticking on our TV side, sorry. We have uh, Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus up against Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. What I was surprised, Mr. Feeney did not get nearly as many votes in the first round as I thought he would. So again, this one this one could be interesting. Um, I was never a, a school bus person, though. It was just a little after my childhood. Yeah, likewise. I don't really know anything show. about it, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- not, one not... thing I do know... Um, is that the wheels on the bus went round and round. Um, so should have watched the show. I for, never knew that. For what it's worth, yeah. That <laughs> no, may have been again, in the not... theme. That may have been in the theme song. I don't know. <laughs> not trying to get too weird, but uh, uh, it turns out that uh, one of the uh, characters from Boy Meets World, I just saw this article the other day, uh, has actually uh, went to the adult film industry. <laughs> Hmm. What, uh, one of the, I think it was one of the brother's girlfriends or something, but, um, yeah, of course it was clickbait because they showed a picture of, of Topanga. Topanga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess which boy meets world star is now <laughs> in the adult film. Is industry. it Ben Savage or Topanga <laughs> or Sean? <laughs> Whatever. Is that his name? Or I don't this, know. Or, or Sean's cousin that was on for 10 minutes of one episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back over to our movie side. Uh, we have Miss Norbury from Mean Girls up against Mr. Rooney from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think this is going to be really fun. These are both two kind of jaded characters, if you will. Yeah, I'd say uh, one, you... one more than the other, but... <laughs> Well, Norbury is always talking about her divorce and how she has no life, and I don't know. Uh, but what do you, what do you think here? This is a tough one for me because Mr. Rooney's a beloved character, but I still have to go with Norbury. I think Norbury's probably going to win, but I think this could be a tight matchup. Yes, very. I think it could come tight. down to generationally, but I think Norbury will probably win, even with the older folks. And I think what will probably, again, a lot of fun ones here, but uh, what many would say this this should have ended up later in the tournament, but uh, could be very, very tough. Uh, we have John Keating from Dead Poet Society up against Dewey Finn of School of Rock. It's a tough uh, one. Yeah. And again, this it, that gener- this does come down again to that kind of generational thing. It's a, What are these movies about 10 years apart? I want to say, yeah. School of Rock sounds about School, like School of Rock's probably two thousand four, and Dead Poets Society is probably nineteen ninety. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, two thousand four. You're right. Yeah, it was like yeah, and I believe ninety two. Um, and I cannot believe uh what was the, 
I, I now I can't remember. It was well somebody who lost in our first round. Um, there was a 1996 uh, film that was released as a sequel to Dead Poets Society <laughs> in Japan. It, nice. It, uh, it was called it was called Dead Poets Society Two or something. T O O. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! No, I gotta find it. Just uh, just uh, oh, what it was the. Uh, oh, Mr. Holland's Opus was billed as a sequel <laughs> to Dead Poets Society. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, uh, this is going to be a tough matchup, I think. Uh, do you lean one way or another here? Oh, I really don't know. It's going to have to come down to how I'm feeling that day, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'll be pulling for our good friend uh, Jack Black in this matchup. Um who also just had a birthday over the weekend. Uh, another happy birthday to uh, one of our close, close friends. Uh, we send him some well wishes. Um, that actually kind of leads into, uh, we, we put a little question out to everybody, and just I thought it'd be fun to have a nice little discussion here um, about comedy songs and you know comedy artists, parody songs. Um, like I said, uh, Jack Black, uh, birthday over the weekend his band tenacious d uh i think you were quite the fan of tenacious d for a while there weren't you yeah i mean their first album got a lot of play in my car um definitely and you know i do think i i don't know if this ended up getting mentioned or not um but i do think tribute is one of the greatest comedy songs of all time and oh easily it's it's also like just a really great song um, and I think that's part of the thing that makes a great comedy song is that it's also a great song, you know? Yeah. Um, but Tribute is like an amazing fucking rock song, but it's also mm. just such a hilarious, like meta Charlie Kaufman-esque <laughs> sort of song where it's like, yeah, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, Tenacious D... That that first album was incredible. There's a, a lot of laughs, a lot of fun, a lot of heart. Um yeah. and it was very original, and you know. And even their their uh HBO show also. So yeah. that the really early stuff that, that didn't make it onto the album. Uh really, really good stuff there. Uh Lonely Island got mentioned uh, a bunch. Shout out again, Jen. Um we we're did you own Lonely Island albums, or was that more of a YouTube thing for you? Um, no, I didn't own any of their albums, but like I loved the the movie Pop Star. Um, I love popping. Yeah, I um, you know obviously all their bits on SNL were legendary. Um, another thing that I can't believe came up, and I almost put it in, but I I already chimed in twice. I didn't want to <laughs> dominate the the poll. But right. um, Lazy Sunday. Oh yeah, is Easily. gotta be like a top five or a top ten uh, <laughs> greatest of all time. I mean, if you're looking at the greatest comedy songs, I think Lazy Sunday is gotta be up there. I mean, there's so many hilarious, legendary lines in there. But um, you know, also just a hilarious, like a great hip hop song in in its yeah. own right. You know, like I said, going back to the thing of like. To make a great comedy song, it also has to be a great song too. Well, and and speaking of Lonely Island adjacent, the uh, the Natalie Portman rap from SNL 
yeah uh, which was also a digital short yeah uh really really fun there um dewey cox we've we've talked uh, plenty of times about how we both love uh walk hard as the uh you know music biopic skewering i guess but uh now we have a new one coming Weird oh, Al really? dropped the tra- well. Weird Al dropped the trailer. Oh yes, yesterday yes. For for his uh, music biopic, which again appears to be much in the vein of Walk Hard. Yeah. And completely untruthful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you if if you have not yet seen this trailer, I definitely definitely recommend it. Um, the, the crazy thing, ahead. like, so it's just on Roku TV. Yeah. How many Rokus do you think they're going to sell on that first day? <laughs> like half a million? <laughs> That's pretty much like a dead unit now, I think. I mean, not dead, but it's like, I feel like the popularity of the Roku has gone down a lot over the last couple years. Maybe. I don't we know. Have, maybe it's just me because I... We have four of them. Got an, do you? Okay. So yeah. I guess it's just me. My parents have a Roku. I have lots of friends who have Roku, so I think it's just me. I I got the Apple TV, so and I feel like that's kind of a it's a similar platform, but I don't know. Ryan, you have friends that still get Netflix DVDs, so <laughs> true. Family. <laughs> well, I it the the Rokus are are super convenient. So we recently purchased a uh, outdoor screen. And um, we just we just hook a Roku right into it. Nice. So, yeah, pulls um, up all of our streaming services. Yeah, so but yeah, I, I'm really excited for that. And yeah, you know, Weird Al was such a huge part of my upbringing. I mean, he was like a hero of mine growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, going to see UHF in the theater was like one of my great theater going experiences as a kid. I saw that movie so many times. I listened to, you know, his albums over and over and over again. Um, And, you know, I knew like every word to all of his songs. There were a lot of songs that I knew his version and I didn't even know the original version, you know. (laughs) Um, It wasn't until like years later that I knew King of Pain by Police, but I knew every word to King of Suede. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Too many guitars. (laughs) Yeah. But um, it, but yeah, he's great. And the thing that, you know, I love about Weird Al, especially old, old Weird Al, um, you know, he's known for, for parodies, but his he has such great original songs too you know yeah i mean he he tours with all original songs sometimes his, you know well and his 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 polka medleys oh yeah they're insane mean, see and i didn't uh, until i met you i didn't know about those yeah so we we help each other uh could, could you narrow down a top three weird ale songs i don't know about a top three i mean i have a one Oh, and that's okay. the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, um, <laughs> which is off the aforementioned uh, UHF soundtrack. It's not in the movie. I believe it's the gotcha. last song on the soundtrack. But it's not only my favorite Weird Al song. It's one of my favorite songs, period. And it's one of those rare songs that's like... It hits every note. Like, it's an amazing 
song for it's epic yeah it's like the instrumentation is incredible it's such an amazing like it has so much heart and it tells such an incredible story it's hilarious and it has like endless um re-listenability you know like i i much can like this podcast exactly um <laughs> I you know I'll I'll listen to that song just randomly quite a bit and there's you know it, it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I uh, I mean the, the the first the earliest one that I really you know really remember getting into because it was uh, Yoda, uh, the Lola. Oh yeah. Parody. Yeah, I don't know why that one stuck with me, but uh yeah, that's a really, great one. really yeah. Love that song. that song. Um, I mean, we're we're all obviously uh big fans of uh what we do in the shadows here, but uh let's go a little bit further back uh with their creators, uh Flight of the Concords. Love. Again, I I like I think this uh, taps into what you were saying earlier. A lot of these are just really good songs and and i i think they're they are great writers when it comes to music but uh yeah you were a flight of the concords guy oh yeah i was super yeah. into it and um you know we just this is one of those shows that i think we got on a little bit late but we were mm-hmm. able to just binge it all and it was so satisfying um and yeah, the the song that I think sticks out to me as being my favorite is "Business Time." <laughs> um, but it's yeah, I mean they they are just so funny. It's such a hilarious show, and the songs are so great. Yeah. Um very catchy too. Some big really time catchy songs. Yeah, just stick with you. Um, best song from Spinal Tap. So that's a tough one, and, and I will say like. Spinal Tap is definitely one of those, like we've been talking about, need to be good songs. And they are fucking good songs. I would say the best song is probably Big Bottom. Um, Which you do an awesome rendition of. Thank you. But like, I I also just love the concept of there being three three basses. It's just like everybody playing bass on that song. Um, But it's... um, It's it's not like the funniest song, but it's a really fucking good song. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, it's also just a really believable song for, for that time and that genre. Um, a, a lot of the, the songs in Spinal Tap, um, you know, part of what makes them so funny are like the performances too, you know, like Stonehenge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Stonehenge is honestly like a funnier song, probably than big bottom, even though it's like not, it's not as in your face comedic. Right. Um, But you know, um, sex farm is like, yeah, I was just going to say sex farm. (laughs) um, But yeah, I mean, there's, uh, even the, the, like their older songs, um, that they kind of do flashbacks of like, listen to the flower people and stuff like that. 
Um, I don't know. I, I, Spinal Tap is, I mean, I, I hate to just be like all hyperbole in this, but yeah. Spinal Tap is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I think that like, you know, it's, it's perfect. And yeah, I, I, I honestly like, I, I don't think the songs are like the funniest part of Spinal Tap. I think that no. the, the improvisation and the the interplay between all of them is the funniest part, but the songs are all really good and really catchy and really believable. Yeah. I, I wish I, you know, I, I know that they've been few and far between, but I feel like they legitimately would have been a fun band to see live also. Like the, the few times that they've gotten together for, you know, charity concerts or whatever. But uh, I think it would have actually been fun to see them. Um, one more we'll mention, and I was so glad uh, somebody brought this up in the thread because I had completely forgot. But a huge fan of Garfunkel and Oates. Oh yeah, I mean those. Now those are some funny, funny songs. Uh, the loophole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, you you a big fan of Garfunkel and Oates? Yeah, I never really dove in super deep, but everything I've okay. heard from them, I love, and I love them both as like personalities um i think they're both just like really funny people and yeah i i like them a lot um there is one other one that i want to mention too yeah um and i don't know if i'd say you know i'm sure there's there's definitely other silly songs and stuff like that predating this by far but um, Frank Zappa is okay. one that I think has a lot of ha ha LOL songs for me. Oh yeah. Um, some of them are kind of dumb. Um, like the, the songs that are supposed to be funny. I really just think he's a musical genius. Um, yeah. but the one that I think is the funniest and like, again, amazing song is Montana. Are you familiar with this song? No. So like Sing the, it for me. <laughs> um the the concept of the song is um and it's just so it's very like a simple idea, not okay. a ton of lyrics, but it's about he's saying um I'm going to move to Montana and become a dental floss farmer. <laughs> and so um, it's all just about like the minutia of like, you know, I'm going to start a crop of floss and then this is how I'm going to like grow it. This is how I'm going to sell it. And like, <laughs> um, and he talks plan. about like, ri- he talks about like riding around on his horse with a, with a tweezer and like <laughs> picking, picking the floss and waxing it down and, um, <laughs> It's just like, I mean, you should listen to it after the episode because A, it's really funny, but B, it's just fucking, it's bizarre. And I mean, in true, it's like the, the peak of Zappa's, um, you know, as far as, um, you know, his musical genius. I think this was his peak. I think it kind of, you know, this was about as good as it gets. Um, and it kind of goes downhill from here. Um, Wait, it was about that movie with uh, Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt? 
Which one? It's complicated. Oh, as good as it gets. It's about as good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's about that. It's, it's about him moving to Montana and, uh, going to a restaurant every day and being a huge jackass to this waitress and then starting a dental floss farm. And then getting as good as it gets on DVD through Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and if, you know, if we're going to talk uh, comedy songs and comedy albums, we have to give an honorable mention to Chris Gaines. The king of comedy. <laughs> that fell flat. Um, As every, I'm tired of this Chris Gaines erasure and nobody remembers it. Yeah. I think that was 97 the, also. There were some other ones that were mentioned though, right? Like, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, our buddy Matt, uh, mentioned, uh, Tim Minchin, um, comedian, uh, in the song, thank you, God. Uh, who else did we have? Another one that I don't think anybody mentioned and I unfortunately haven't seen it yet. I don't know why I need to just sit down and watch it. But the new Bo Burnham special, uh, and by new, I mean like, you know, two years old now, but Mm -hmm. I've heard from everybody that it's brilliant and then it's just chock full of like really, really funny songs. Yep. Yeah. Bo Burnham is a very, very talented, uh, uh, individual. We also had, uh, Tracy Bonham behind every good woman, uh, from Laurel and uh chris uh also mentioned uh blood related by curtis connor and also had mentioned uh, flight of the concords uh and uh, uh gloria agrees with you on weird al but her favorite is word crimes ah nice nice um and bradley uh brought up uh one of the uh bad lip readings uh from return of the jedi Yoda comes up again. <laughs> nice. Seagulls stop it now. Uh, yeah, and Missy also agrees about uh, Spinal Tap, one of her favorites, and Flight of the Concord. So, yeah, lots of there's lots of good, funny music out there for you to seek out. And, you know, sometimes you just need a good laugh to to a good tune, right? Oh yeah. Well, um, next week uh, we will have a new tournament to talk about and a final four in our current tournament. But um, do you uh, do you have a pick yet for a winner in this teacher's tournament? Uh, we got some heavy hitters. Mm, I don't know. I think maybe Miss Norberry. Okay. Um, Interesting. But yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I mean, uh, we got McGonagall has been just uh, destroying everybody she goes up against. So we'll see. Harry Potter yeah. making a comeback. Um, yeah, uh, that's about all for this week. Do you have uh, anything else this week? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, for everyone out there in the pop tournaments universe. Please keep on voting and keep on popping. Pop, pop. Bye, friends.